Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. I'm glad you guys have tuned in. Thank you for joining me at Off the Bench. Today, I'm really thrilled to have a special friend on the show. Aaron Chase is here. Aaron is the founder of $5dinners.com. I met her a long time ago in the blogosphere, and we've been friends ever since. We're going to focus today on why mealtime is so important, establishing a tradition of sitting around the table with your family and uh, and why the preciousness of it needs not be lost, especially when the economy is out of control. You guys are going to love this episode. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so I'm glad you guys have joined me. You've noticed today, if you're watching this on YouTube, that I am wearing my Faith Over Fear shirt because I actually put the shirt on for Aaron today because I was coming in here with, I can't remember what the shirt was. Oh, I don't know. It was probably some sort of a, a, a sweater. Oh, it was a sweater because I was too hot. Anyway, I I picked this shirt out because one of the things that I really wanted to focus on with Aaron today is the fact that it's I'm getting letters all the time every week now from people who are saying, help, the economy is really straining my marriage. We're having issues at home, uh, that kind of thing. People have lost their jobs. Thank you to COVID and the stupid vaccine mandates and all the things. And I think we're now starting to see it. Like today, the numbers posted, what am I looking at? Over 8.3% rise in inflation over last year. That is absolutely stunning. This is what happens when people print money. This is what happens when the government gives money away. We are going to be in this now, as I told you guys a couple weeks ago, probably for the next 12 to 15 months, it's going to be a pretty bumpy ride. And uh, I love Erin for what she's doing for all the time, what she's doing. But for right now, I think it's even more important I've invited her to come on and talk about this with me. Erin, my friend, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Heidi. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to share today and hopefully be an encouragement to you. We can do this is what I want to kick off with. We can do this. We got to fight against this. We can do it. We do. And I think not only can we fight against it and put our faith into practice over the fear of the what ifs and the what if monsters, but we can do it with joy. And I actually think it's going to give us a great opportunity to bring back mealtime. Because like I told you before the show, I've gotten real spoiled in the last five years. Like we didn't think anything of going out to dinner. Girlfriend, I don't like to go out to dinner anymore. It's not fun. You know, like you you get a couple of drinks and a salad and it's going to set you back 60 bucks. We've got to reimagine and rethink it. And I actually think uh, God's going to use it to bless families because it's going to bring us back home. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You've been doing this $5 dinner thing for a really long time. you got a passion to help moms actually enjoy mealtime. Uh, and tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit about uh, methodologies and freezer meals, which you're like the queen of. But why do you think it's so important that families sit around the dinner table that we actually eat together? So I love that we're starting here. This is like the end result is what gets lost in the witching hour, right? So 4 to 6 p.m., we know we've had toddlers, you know, we're both out of that toddler phase of life, but it's still, it's a new kind of busy. So the witching hour is still there. I actually, I can forward to today's witching hour going, okay, how am I going to time this out? Right. So I can do this. I know you've already started your slow cooker today, which good for you. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. You did good. Pat yourself on the back. So we want to, I want you to focus. I want to work backwards with you. I want you to think about the moment that you're going to sit down at the dinner table because that's where we connect. We already know that. We've experienced that in the past. We, we, we hear the data and there's research on all this stuff. Like we know that the time around the dinner table is super important. What is most important for me and what my heart 
is that you, Heidi, and you who are listening, sit down and you're ready to connect with your people. You're not like, oh my gosh, what just happened to the last two hours? I'm tired of a toddler pulling on my pant leg. Somebody is, you know, you know, putting their nose up to whatever it was they cooked for dinner. Like we want to avoid the worst. That is the the worst. worst. My daughter. So my daughter, Erin, it's been a little while since I saw you, but my daughter Savannah has four babies now. So they're like, they, you know, uh, her son Noah is going to turn nine here pretty quick, but nine down to like a, like a two month old. And the other day she was like, okay, I finally get it. I'm like, you, you get what? She's like, I don't like it when I slave over a meal and my kids go, ew, I don't like it. <laughs> just, pretty soon you're slamming dishes in the sink and you're like, this is not fun. You're, you're, you're grabbing the ice cream from the freezer and going and hiding in the closet and crying by yourself. <laughs> right. Nobody ate your food. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? No. What in the world? I mean, it happens. Now, is every day going to be this sort of blissful dinner experience? Uh, maybe, maybe that's the goal, right? But any <laughs> probably not. You, probably not. Maybe once a week. Let's shoot for once a week. But this <laughs> is your time to connect. Like this year is super special for me because it's my oldest son's last year of high school. So I am like, even though we're busy and he works several nights a week, like I am like, if you're not working, we are to the dinner table, right? And so I really want, this is the time to connect and it's the time to ask and answer all those questions. It's time to discuss things that the kids are hearing about um, and that they're seeing and that their friends are talking. I mean, it's that's the time to do it. You know, you, you can do that a little bit like in the car if you're driving kids here and there and everywhere. And, but I really think the dinner table is super special because hopefully your, your, your husband is there, um, you're all together and you're just having that nice discussion time. It's the time that our family does our devotions. And so different kids will read different things. Sometimes Steve will read them. We kind of take turns, um, and kind of popcorn that, but it's, it's just that sweet, precious time in your day just to sit for a minute and connect. And I don't want you to be frazzled before you get to that minute. Mm, And really, and this is, this is the kicker. It requires some planning in advance. I mean, there are a lot of moms who are like, listen, I'm just a free flower. I'm the wild and free girl, you know, but, but the wild and free thing backfires on you in the witching hour, like that four to six hour, it just backfires on you. So it really does require some time. What's your take on, cause we, we've talked about now just the importance of meals and how uh, precious it is. You and I have been doing the family thing for a long time, right? So I'm going on, you know, 33 years of marriage. You've been married for a long time. We learn a few things going down the road and you're absolutely right. The dinner table is where we connect. It's the, it's a lot of my kids who are now grown out of the house. They're always telling me that mealtime was their favorite because I love to put candles out. You know, uh, my kids came over last night and I was having, I had a pot roast in the oven all day long and I had a board meeting that went late later than I wanted it to go. But when we were finally done, guess what? We all sat around the table and everyone's like, man, the house smells so good. There's something so precious about it, but that doesn't happen by itself. And so, uh, when you think about, you know, just the, what it takes to actually do this thing, to get this dinner, you know, dinner on the table, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when it comes to meal planning? I think the first thing is to be intentional. You have to decide to be intentional, you know, just like you're intentional with prayer time or devotion time or connecting with your spouse. We might get into some money stuff. Like Steve and I are really intentional. Sunday night, we have met about money. Some weeks it's not fun. Other weeks it's fine. But like... (laughs) What the credit? What? No, no, no. Well, that was the doctor's appointment and that, you know, right, whatever. Right. Oh, it yeah. Happens. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I tell you that weekly communication and that weekly touch point really 
makes a difference in both short-term and long-term planning. So um, dinner, just be intentional with some kind of a plan. I'm not going to tell you how to meal plan because there's 77 ways to meal plan. I want you to think about your own self and I'll use myself and my sister as an example. She's kind of the free flowing, more spontaneous one. She goes to the store probably three to four times a week. It's just a part of her errand rotation. Sometimes it's a pickup. Sometimes she's just buzzing in to grab a couple of things. She stays within her budget. I would say most of the time. Every now and then she's like, why is this so expensive? I'm like, what's expensive for everybody right now? But uh, but, but she's more spontaneous, but she's still being intentional that we're eating at home and we're going to cook, you know, fajitas tonight and she'll get two to three meals kind of at a time. And that works really well for her. I, on the other hand, am like, I'm going on Sunday night and I don't want to go again. Do not want (laughs) to go to the grocery store. And if I have to, it's going to be for like two things and I might send Ryan to go get something. Or I might, um, you know, grab something quickly when I'm out and about. And so I really try hard, though, to make sure I have everything that I need. And I'm in a little bit more of a unique scenario because I food blog also. So I have to, like, make sure I have certain types of ingredients. So that kind of forces me into planning ahead, both regular dinners that we're just going to have, but also the meals that I, that I cook for the business. So... But that's just our personalities are, I'm like a once a month. Some people like to shop on paycheck days, so twice a month. Some people go crazy and do a whole month at a time. You know, some fresh vegetables, some maybe they have a garden and some frozen vegetables. Like you can kind of mix it up. It really just kind of depends on your personality. But I think all of that, I like to focus on the word intention instead of the word plan. I don't know. People get funny about planning. and but But when you can just be intentional that I... I'm going to, one, eat at home tonight and not be tempted by the very, very sexy drive through over there. Right, right, right. And, just want to just go through Dairy Queen, dra- grab a dilly bar and call it good. Gosh, sign me <laughs> up for the blizzard, the afternoon blizzard, right? right. No, but, but being intentional and just knowing that you're going to eat at home, like you're going about your day today knowing that you're eating at home. I'm going about my day today knowing that I'm making sheep pan meatloaf, potatoes, and Brussels sprouts. Like, I just know that's what's happening because I've been intentional about it and I have all the ingredients and today's the best day for my schedule to cook that at home, you know, here in the kitchen. And so you just, I think that's the one word that I, that I want you to hear and take away when it comes to however you want to do your meal planning is being super intentional so that when you fall into the little temptation or you're falling into the temptation trap of please don't DoorDash. Please don't do that. Right. Right. I mean, it's legit double what you would pay if you walked into the store. If you're going to do takeout, just go in and get it, my friend. Okay. Yeah. So far, stepping off. Uh, Well, and it's worse now. I think COVID has just really screwed us up. You know, because yeah. for the longest yeah. time we're, you know, a lot of people were door dashing and they took, they totally took advantage of it. And now yeah. we're seeing uh, now with inflation, the way that it is. And like I said, I think we're, we got to, we got to buckle up because this is going to be a while. And so we've got uh, some intentional living to start doing. And I frankly am excited about it. Like I love, I am a soupy. Everybody knows it. Like go to my blog and all my favorite soup recipes are there. I'm the soup girl. I think because I had seven kids and you can feed a lot of people. I made, I'm not kidding you, Aaron. I made a vat of taco soup the other day, right? I and it had, it. I mean, it was beans and corn and, and rice and the whole thing. I think there were 11, 12 people at my house and I still had a half a vat left 
And I, I put it in containers and sent some with my daughter back to her dormitory at the college. And I, we've had some for lunch this week. And that saves a lot of money. When We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you some of your best money-saving tips for busy moms. We'll be right back. Well, slipper season is right around the corner, you guys. And guess what? Just in time, MyPillow has their slippers on sale. I love these slippers, you guys. I got them for my family for Christmas last year. You will love them, too. They are layered and they are awesome. The first layer has the MyPillow patented fill in it. Then they have memory foam and then they have impact gel and they look like moccasins and they're awesome. You can use them inside, outside. They are fantastic. Check it out. And for a limited time, using the promo code Heidi, you can get up to 60% off. This is an awesome opportunity to support this podcast and an American company. Call 1-800-447-0541 or go to the radio listeners specials page at MyPillow.com and use the promo code Heidi. So Aaron, you've been doing this mom thing for a while, kicking around, doing the food blogger thing. I know that one of the most important issues right now is how moms can save money. And everybody's got, uh, you know, a little bit of sticker shock. I, I, I think I told you I started uh, making my own sourdough bread. I'm, I'm, I'm going all pioneer woman at my house right now. <laughs> Love it. And, uh, and I started, you know, I'm growing microgreens. Uh, because when I was in Hawaii, my friend uh, John Dunnigan turned me on to microgreens. So I got the trays and I'm doing the sprouting thing and making my own salads at home. And I'm super excited about it. And in the in the uh, beginning, that doesn't save me money. But I know over the long run, if I can develop a habit, it really will save money. I know you get this question a lot. What are some of the very best things that uh, we can do right now to help us save money at dinner time? Okay, I'm going to use the word again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's the theme. It's going to be the theme. Just put this on the title. It'll be it'll be good. Intention. Okay, we talked about intention with planning, but we also need to be intentional with getting ready for the store. We need to be intentional when we're in the store. Don't go when you're hungry. Yeah, no, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, no, no. Or if you cannot take your children, don't take your children. I know that's not an option for many young moms, but this is what I would do when I would have to take the boys. Well, first I would like go late at night after they were in bed. The store's quiet. You're alone. It's like a vacation. Uh, the second <laughs> is I would tell them either you can put one thing on the list that you want to get, or if, if, you know, if I'd already written the list and we're in the car on the way there, I would say, okay, what's one thing you want to add to the cart? You get to pick one thing. So then they're not distracted by like the door, the Explorer fruit snacks that are down <laughs> on the bottom shelf right in front of them. So they're like, or now it's Paw Patrol or whatever. So like, <laughs> But, but being, that's being intentional, like, and, and that's teaching them as well. Like you get to get your one special treat and it's not going to bust us over the grocery budget because if they just went around the store and started throwing whatever they wanted in the cart, you're, you're broke. Uh, right. So, but it's being intentional. So I want you to be intentional before you go to the store. And what that means is looking at what is on sale. We hear this, like, everything's so expensive and food prices are on the rise and, you know, overall inflation and all these things. Things are still on sale. Manufacturers still have to move product. You know, inventory still has to still has to run through the store. So there still are sales. You've got to look for them. I think kind of going back to the last, you know, five years when things were kind of easier and we had a little cushion in our food budget, we didn't have to focus on the sales. We need to get back to that. Yeah, these moms are like all used to making these bougie dinners and you know, look at me, I got my organic, blah, 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 blah. Uh, oh, that's harder right now. That's for sure. That Chef Boyardee, that can of Chef Boyardee is looking a little, looking better every day. Exactly. 
We're going like ground beef and ramen stir fry with a little sauce, whatever sauce is in your fridge. Dinner right there. Dinner. Uh, find some <laughs> vegetable from the freezer or whatever might be you know, some zucchini or whatever's on sale this week at the store. Um, but but all that to say, I think you've got to be intentional with looking at what's on sale. And then I want you to write your shopping list. I know this is so basic, but I'm trying to put it in the right order for you. We need to check the sales. We need to write a shopping list. If you want to have some bonus points, I'm going to give you extra gold stars. If you go check your pantry and check your freezer and don't double buy things. Oh man, I've done that. Oh, I hate that. You and everyone else. Oh, I have, I'm not even joking, three huge bottles of Worcestershire sauce in my pantry right now. I know. Okay. I, I know. I went to Costco. I went to Costco and I was like, I think I'm out of Worcestershire sauce. And so I bought some and my, my daughter sees it when I get home. She was like, why? Why did you not look in the pantry? <laughs> you need to find some neighbors who need that. And you can just be like, here you go. Here you Your go. Neighbors. Make, you know, some pot roast. make some pot roast. <laughs> oh, goodness. So intentional about, you know, what you're putting on your shopping list, looking at the ads, if you can get a couple of things in there, whether you're shopping like my sister or you're shopping like me, where it's like getting a full list or just a couple of days worth. And here's actually what I think is the hardest part. You need to be intentional while you're in the store slash while you're making your order. So online ordering, what do they try and do? They upsell you just as much as they do in the store. That's so true. if you don't need that thing... <laughs> And it's not on your list. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, oh, guacamole looks good. Those or those homemade chips look good. Handmade chips. Or that, no. Or gosh, no. I haven't tried that dry shampoo yet. Mm. You already have two dry shampoos in your bathroom. Don't buy it, right? <laughs> so that. But we often trip ourselves up. You know, not just in the grocery store. I think which is other spending as well. That's a whole other side conversation. So being intentional with you know, what's on sale at the store, what's going on to your grocery list. And then yes, actually sticking to the list. It sounds so basic. You've heard it before, but hopefully the way that I'm kind of piecing this together, you can envision, okay, I'm going to sit down. It's going to take me 15 minutes and I'm going to really get this super specific this week. And then what's going to happen is you're going to go through the store. The prices are going to be a little elevated. We already all know that. You know, that eight point eight point was eight point three, eight point three percent this week. Three. I don't know. I haven't I, I haven't even looked today. I've been buzzing around all day uh, doing different things, but I usually go and look at the, the food, the further breakdown. There's usually a breakdown of the actual like food categories and things. Meat and is the, out of control. It's like twenty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. 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 Some months are a little bit higher and lower, but eggs and meat and sometimes bacon. It, it's it's kind of gone up. But the, I would say average across the board, especially the the protein, which is the most expensive part of a meal. That's like I would say average fifteen to twenty percent up yeah, from last crazy. year, which is just brutal. So yeah. that's why we've got to be really focused on what's on sale, especially the meat. And if, and if you can bring in, you know, the produce as well, because a lot of that pantry staple stuff, canned beans, canned tomatoes, pasta, rice, that stuff's pretty affordable. And you can mix and match that, those kinds of ingredients into all kinds of things. Or bulk is a good option for those. I yeah. Think. Um, yeah. And if you do have a warehouse store, that's actually a really great place to get meat right now, because it's still, it's up from its previous price point, but it's not up 20%. Right. And Costco still has $5 chickens, so go get them, friends. Go get them. Oh, man, you can use a yeah. rotisserie chicken a hundred different ways. Aaron, tell everybody really quickly about your website. We're going to come back tomorrow 
and talk about uh, freezer meals because when I was a younger mom and my kids were all home, I'm telling you what freezer meals saved my life and uh, I love what you're doing. So tell me again uh, a little bit about where your website is, where people can find you. Yes, come to $5dinners.com. It's the number five and then dollardinners.com. I'll spell that or you can just search for it. You'll find it. We have budget-friendly recipes, more tips on meal planning, how to make things from scratch. That's another good way to save money right now. Just easy, simple ways that you can uh, get to work in your kitchen and get to spending less money on groceries. I love it. Aaron Chase, uh, thanks for coming on. We'll see you back here tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about freezer meals. I appreciate you being here. Sounds great. Thanks. For more information about Erin Chase and her awesome business, $5dinners.com, check it out. You can go to the show notes today and I will have information there for you. Come back tomorrow and we're going to give you guys the tips and the tools of the trade of learning how to do freezer meals from home. Thanks for listening to everybody and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. <laughs>